Hey everybody, this is Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. I want to give a shout out first for main sponsor, Rising Suns, the award-winning brewery in Cork. And I'm delighted to welcome, I have Jim here from Mastiff. How are you, man? I'm all right, dude. You? Yeah, great to see you again. First time we crossed paths was Damnation. It was an amazing weekend for, I think, everybody that went, I would say. I would yeah, say that's definitely. safe to say. Maybe there was a few whinging and moaning about a few few bits and pieces but listen I've every trust in Gav that he's after taking all that on board and it'll be better next year. I had the pleasure of seeing you for the first time. I didn't know too much about you Jim, being truthful. You opened um, the night of salvation and what a way to fucking open. My god you just fucking smashed it. First of all talk to me about maybe how you got on 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 the bill itself. Um, Had you any idea or Maybe maybe from that side of it and then work your way to the actual night. Well, uh, I think, I think we've sort of, like every band in the country has pestered Gav a little bit. Yeah. Last couple of years when we sort of believed in ourselves and realised, you know, we are actually good enough to do this properly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, Gav saw us play Bloodstock. Ah, okay. And I think that sort of, he realised then that yes, they are probably where they are doing it, um, and yeah, the rest is history, I guess. Yeah, so uh, you got um, a notification. Which one have you got it, man? Must have been some buzz together. I think, uh, I th- yeah, it was me. I think he okay. messaged me. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, and because uh, yeah, of course, like- originally that night wasn't supposed to be even on the billing as such, wasn't it? Mm- no, well, we have played. We've played the Night of Salvation when it was at Leeds. Um, I think, if memory serves me right, about four years ago. I oh, think. okay, right on. Um, it was with Leached. Uh, mm. They were headlining, and uh, I can't remember who else was on the bill, but it was it was at uh, Boom in Leeds. So it was. It wasn't. It was again. It wasn't part and parcel of the the festival. Right. And I think you know, it was. Um, I think they've realised what they've got there. Yes, and uh, yeah, so I'm glad they have dragged it in because, like, I originally had my ticket bought for the Saturday. I, I don't know. Yeah, when we bought the tickets, I don't think uh, Night of Salvation was announced. No, I think they only. I think they only said they were going to do it maybe, maybe two months before. Yeah, it was late enough. And like married man with kids and stuff. And <laughs> next minute I see the bill on the Friday night and I had my head in my hands going, okay, so this is where the divorce, this is where the divorce uh, comes yeah. into play here. Fuck it. <laughs> I, I just yeah. went to the maid. I goes, I don't know what, just fucking buy tickets. Let's do it. Let's do the Friday and the Saturday. And uh, man, my God, where we paid back in spades. It was fucking incredible the Friday night. I really enjoyed it. As I said, yeah. I didn't know too much about E, but I made sure I was there to see E kick off. And like, you got a great reaction, didn't she? Yeah, we we were like amazed ourselves at how well it did go. Um, mm. You know, you never know. Half past five on a Friday night in Man- yeah. not, not, not you know, Manchester is always going to be a busy city, but you never know. And not, not everybody's heard of us, but you know, I think everybody seemed to take the risk, if you like. Uh, and it, you know, as you said, it paid off for everybody. So, mm. yeah, it was a, a hell of a gig that. Like, in your own opinion, Jim, 
how important is it to have that experience of like, I know you did a lot of touring this year. How important is that leading into a big, a big festival like Damnation to be one of the opening acts? What, what's the general consensus amongst yourselves? Well, a band? Uh, we're just happy that people are starting to notice us, you know, as in your Bloodstocks and your Damnation. Um, the touring wise, it helps us trem- uh, tremendously because we were absolutely on fire. You know, we were as practiced and well versed as we could be at that point. So it was it was a hell of a, uh, a, a do for us. Um, yeah, uh, everything just fell into place that night. Yeah. Uh, were you impressed as well with the setup? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we walked into the third room. And was like, Jesus, that's massive. And someone <laughs> shouted, no, you're in the next room. And we were like, we were watching there like, holy fuck. <laughs> really yeah. And the stage as well. I mean, fucking hell. Like, yeah, probably was the same size as what you played. Is it in Sophie or is it, is it uh, similar enough? It's is very it? similar. Very mm. similar, guys. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, you, don't know, you don't really notice the size of a stage. When okay. you're on it, um, well, man, you're patrolling that stage like a fucking pit bull. Like, you know, well, like... yeah, I try to. Uh, yeah, I sometimes get lost and forget where I am, and <laughs> things get wrapped around shit. You know, leads get wrapped around shit, and fuck, course, I'm stuck yeah. here for a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the sound, you were happy with it? Was there? Had you enough time to sound check or? Was that all? Uh, we we had. A, I think we were supposed to be one of the one of the only bands to soundcheck. I think um, we lost the sea. Uh, the, lost at sea. Um, they got soundcheck because they were. I presume they'd been most of the day there. Um, but we yeah, we got it. Uh, got a good soundcheck, and then the only thing is our guitarist Phil. He's a teacher, and he couldn't leave leave work till whatever time school kick-out time, so he had to shoot across the country. Oh, man. Uh, and literally the, the time between his job and the stage was an hour and a half. So <laughs> we were we were like oh. uh, really cutting it fine at that point. Um, yeah, so Jesus. he literally walked in, changed his trousers and went on stage. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that's just class and you know what he's probably for the better of it because there's no fucking waiting around no nerves or anything then you're just going straight for it yeah exactly yeah well the worst of us uh well i was half cut last time we went on so <laughs> okay and have you any kind of pre-gig uh rituals or anything like that jim do you talk to yourself do you go away from the lads or how do you get yourself worked up for it mm, have a couple of shots um okay yeah, not there's no real ritual other than like a few screams and shouts and stuff just to warm the vocals up and what have okay. you. But nothing. I don't like, you know, go alpha leather on warming up vocals and stuff. So it probably, you know, that's a bad thing on my point, I guess. Because when we do when we do tours, I'm like two two dates in, and I'm like, oh my god, my throat's hanging out. <laughs> Yeah, of course. I mean, the way you deliver those um, vocals, man, it, it is taxing on the throat, I'd imagine, if it's like maybe five or six nights in a row. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think after after the second night, well, normally about the third night in, 
the vocals either go one way or the other. They're like, oh, yeah. okay, right, I get what you're doing now. Or they go, nah, you've, that, that's it, shot now. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> you're not one for spooning honey down the throat, like, yeah? Uh, no, Benelin. I do like a bit of Benelin. Okay, okay, cool. Not not like a rapper's juice shot, like, <laughs> you know, the, uh, what do they call it? The, 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 I can't think of what they call it now, with the, the Sprite and the... Okay, can They have some yeah, name in it. Yeah, there is some bloody crunk juice or something like that. But anyway, yeah, yeah uh, not not like that. But yeah, Benelin seems to do a good trick. Yeah, and did you use the same set list for Bloodstock as for Damnation? Um, yeah, yeah, we okay. did. Yeah, yeah, because we were just we we're still promoting the yeah the last album. So we, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, when you have the likes of Fail, Vermin, Beige, Sabbath, Repulse and Pitiful, yeah. you're hammering them out, man. It's just like, Jesus, jaw-dropping. I'm lie. There's two new tracks in the bloody set now. We didn't do them at Bloodstock. We did them, yeah, we've, we did them on the tour and then we've done them at, we did them at Night of Salvation. So, yeah, there was two new tracks in there. So yeah, if was... anyone was there and they've, they've heard them, give us some feedback. Okay, but that, one of them was Pitiful, was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was excellent. Yeah, that was, yeah. that was a new one. And um, did we do with it? I can't remember. I, bloody, yeah. I was half cut, like I say. So. <laughs> so you experienced it as a musician. Um, what did you feel? I met, I met you probably if maybe an hour or two after that, I think, down by the bar. Where else would I, would I meet anybody? <laughs> you were still buzzing. What did you think of it for yourself as a punter then in there? Uh, as a punter? Um, yeah. It was amazing. It was just, you know, every band that played on Friday night was class. Um, I was blown away by how good Ithaca are and uh, Celeste were. Oh, unreal. Yeah. They were probably one of the highlights of the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, um, We lost the sea for me as well. I I really wanted to see that album. Yeah, well, I, I was still sort of, still a bit high-wired high for them at that point. So I went and saw them on the Saturday as well, and I, I got, you know, they were great on Saturday as well. So. Yeah, incredible but, yeah, musicians. Yeah, yeah, it was, it's class. I mean, I've been to Damnation a few times at Leeds, and I think, it, yeah, everyone's sort of, what I've seen is in agreement that the labyrinth, not not having the labyrinth of Leeds Uni, mm. although it's still a, an amazing venue, it's... Yeah. It's just easier to negotiate, or negotiate, sorry. Um, yeah. Yeah. What about merch sales? How did you do with selling merch on the night? And with- Merch? I don't know what it is with our merch particularly, but we just seem to sell it in droves. So it's, it's great for us. Uh, even before we got out of the boxes, some of the staff were like, oh, I want a copy of the album and I want a long story. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, you, we couldn't wish for a night that way. Brilliant. That's yeah. always great to hear for a band, man, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's that's the only way we make money nowadays, isn't it? Yeah, of course. You know, all the Spotify and the year lists and all the rest of it, and then you look at it and you think, right, I've earned 50p. Yeah, no, maybe, maybe time somebody, instead of putting shit on, you know, social media, should start paying musicians like they did, or at least a little bit more. A little yeah. bit more of a fair cut. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just a load of bullshit. I think there's um, a documentary that exposes it for what it is. I think so. I see, I've seen it on some. Um, well, I think I think social media site. Five thousand streams and I don't know, something like ten p or something. It was ridiculous. It was just 
It's crackers. It's absolute crackers. How the hell that company can justify what they're doing? And I think they aren't they one of the better ones that are playing. I think title oh. are the top ones, and and the rest of them are like. Yeah. Look, it's essentially free music. What people is, are getting, yeah, off bands. Yeah. That's what it is. Jim. And you can't blame, you know, everybody's the same. Um, yeah. I've got Apple Music, you know, and everybody is going to take it. And what what it does for us opens the doors, doesn't it? I suppose so. it does because it's this thing now. Like I wasn't aware of it, but like there's these uh, Spotify playlists going around, and if you get on certain Spotify playlists, it opens doors for you. But uh, you know, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, look. You know, I, it's just a kind of a nod and a fucking, okay, I'm my music, no more than this podcast is on Spotify. Do I agree with Spotify and their politics? No, I don't. But it's a means for people to yeah, get to you, your you, music and podcasts. Unfortunately, they've got the platforms, haven't they? And, uh, they do, yeah. 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 So. And did you do much networking there, Jim? Talked to many other bands? Uh, a couple. Um, you know, we, we were friends with Pupil Slicer and Ithaca anyway. Okay. Um, so, They're having a great yeah, uh, year, great. Pupil Slicer. Yeah, they were good, really good. Uh, but Ithaca, we've done a couple of shows with them in the past and what have you, so it was nice to see them again. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pupil Slicer, we saw that, well, I think they were on a couple of bands after us at Bloodstock on this year, so... I caught them know. at Brutal Assault. All right, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I had to apologise to them because last time at Bloodstock, <laughs> I was... <laughs> you can see the theme here. I was wasted, so I said, uh, "You know, I, I remember meeting you, but I can't remember what I said." So, if I said anything, you know, <laughs> obnoxious or horrible, I, I do apologise. But you know, I think everything's cool that way. So, yeah. and I met you on Saturday, man. You're on your best behaviour. There was no fear. Uh, well, I was driving on Saturday night, so oh, were you? Okay, yeah, it's a get. Yeah, I was on good behaviour, so sort of. <laughs> yeah. What distance is it from Manchester to Hull? Uh, it's only, I can do it in about an hour and a half. Oh, really? Maybe. Okay, that's yeah. quite good. Yeah, I've got a big lead boot. So tell us about the whole scene. Is there one? Uh, yeah, it, there's, it's it's coming back slowly. I mean, when we toured, we've been fairly, fairly vocal about it, but prior that um, Hull has not been the best over the last few years, especially, mm. you know, to us, I guess. But um, when we when we did the tour, we sort of did it a bit like, mm, "What's this going to be like?" And it was one of the best shows on the tour. It was ridiculous. Uh, everybody seemed to come out Wednesday night. It's crackers. Wow. It was blinding. Yeah, really good. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, every every show there's a there's a. So as I said to you earlier, I'm in the practice room here, but because um, we're doing some demoing. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a a group of lads, I guess, so that, who called it HNC Hull Noise Collective, who for the last best part of ten years have taken a risk on gigs and bands and stuff, and they've put them on, and uh, they're you know blinding. They've always given us a fair crack of the whip and what have you. So yeah, it's great. That's all it, you can that, ask for, that, yeah. 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 And we'd say for Irish bands that are watching this, what venues are there in Hull capacity-wise? Um, is there just probably like two or three main ones, like most cities? Or yeah, yeah, there's um, so there's O'Reilly's, which is like the sort of bigger venue. Okay. Um, we did have Tower Nightclub, which was you know we had Sepultura play here. 
and um, sick of it all and Napalm Death was supposed to be playing and it was open for about a month and then shut Jesus found out that well, we, from what we've heard is that the, um, the lads who started it yeah, ended up skinning themselves and then someone said they think that the roof is goosed on it so it might be that but then it could be the brilliant local council being absolute tits as they normally are and yeah. caning them for all they can get and not thinking that you know oh this might turn into a bigger and better thing so yeah there's uh-huh. always that kind of thing stigmata with um with metal isn't there they kind of tend to judge us before they fucking hear us or or leave us play our fucking gigs and yeah. although it, it's not it wasn't even just a sole uh you know metal venue it would they try you know putting everything on it was a great great venue i mean it's 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 a listed building it's been there like over 100 years now and it's just it's an absolute class place to play we've yeah. been looking at play it a few times um you know and then in, in the new guys and the old when it was a, about years ago but um <laughs> like you said. for touring acts then jim is they mainly hit leeds and sheffield really is it yeah, I think so. It's down the centre of the country, and you know, Leeds, Sheffield, like you said, Manchester is only an hour and a half away. Uh, yeah, you've got Huddersfield. Um, I can't what the hell is that one called? Huddersfield's got a really good venue as well, um, okay. which is probably 40, 45 minutes away. So, yeah, yeah. And, for, and for you, do you have a, a van or something that you tour in, or is it a car? Uh, when we tour, we use a a, a van. Um, you rent well, it? has got one, yeah, okay. rent office. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like normally, if we're just doing one-offs and stuff, I've got a pickup, so everything goes in there. We can just noodle off in that, lucky enough. So yeah, cool. So are you all born and raised? Uh, pretty much, yeah, yeah. Uh, I live in the villages outside of Hull. People will probably say, oh, "I don't live in Hull. He's a pop show, you know." <laughs> I still view myself as a Hullite, so yeah. Cool. And what was it like growing up in Hull, Jim? Like, had you much access to metal? What got you into it? Uh, yeah. I mean, like I said, living out in the villages was a bit more, you know, step back. But um, I guess when you get to 14, 15 and the booze starts and you think, well, I'll go in the local rock bar and your mum and dad don't know and you're sneaking off on train on a Saturday afternoon and then come back spewing and you bump into so-and-so and you bump into X and Y and Z and and I've got like a good set of not older mates but you know a couple couple of years older and they they were always sort of like not like gatekeepers that's the, that's the wrong way but there was there was always those lads who were into everything you know mm. prior to internet obviously it was just fanzines and stuff and word of mouth I've, yeah. I've been going to gigs since, I don't know, 80, oh, what was it, 88, 87 maybe? Wow, so, okay. Uh, like one of my first gigs was Megadeth on the So Far So Good So How old were you then? No, the first gig was, proper metal gig was Dio on the Dream Evil So. Jesus. Yeah, How are you getting yeah. into them gigs? Like you must have been, what, eight or nine? Uh, Am no, I giving no, you too much older, cre- too know, much credit altogether? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit older, maybe. Uh, I was probably what was I, fourteen? Yeah, okay. fourteen. I think. Okay. All right. So you're yeah. around my god, and you're like approaching. Are you fifty yet? 
I am 50 now. Yeah, I was yeah. 50. Welcome to the 50 club, dude. Well, I'm 51, yeah. man. So I was just trying to figure out, Jesus Christ, man, you were getting into them gigs. Yeah, see, <laughs> when where I'm from in Cork, and we'll talk about that later, man, there was nothing coming to Cork at that age, you know, when you were in 88, 87. You'd get a few UK bands, maybe, but like the bigger acts, the Megadets and all them, they were just hitting Dublin and, and they were gone, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I guess touring isn't that easy especially back then but then it was probably easier without red tape wines mm. I, don't, I don't know why bands don't seem to tour Ireland you know even we're guilty of it really we should we're going to try and make an effort next year I think to come across and well that's why you're on the show my friend to get people yeah, to so, yeah if, if anyone's listening re- relevant people listening please yes. hit us up yeah Absolutely. That's that's why you're on, man. I said that to you in damnation. I'd love to get you on and who knows, a tour might form out of this next year, please God. Yeah, yeah. Like important concerts growing up, Jim. What ones made an impression on you that like made you want to be a vocalist? Well, none of them made me want to be a vocalist. That was that was another story. Uh that's that's go on. But like uh like I said, the uh, first band that was properly listened to and then you know Megadeth Metallica uh, the usual I've seen like... all the old school thrash bands yeah. Priest you know Pantera you know you name them I was lucky enough to be able to see them so yeah. um, but then most people normally mellow out don't they but I think I've got worse as the years go on and my missus is just like what the fuck are you listening to now <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> she nearly divorced me once because I was uh, blasting um, the Iron Monkey, and she was like, "What the fuck?" She within a ten minute journey, she was ready to kill me. Literally, got out of the car screaming, and my pal was in another car behind. It's like, "What are you doing? Arguing?" I'm like, "No, no, she just didn't listen to the music." Uh, class, the formation of the band, we might as well talk about it. Did you, did you yeah. meet in school or how did that come about? Or was there just a place where you all hanging out? Or uh, No, so like I've been playing in, in different bands for 30 years. Okay. Um, and it was a the initial band that we started was a bet. So there was nice. a lot of us sat around a table in a pub. Someone said, oh, I bet, you know, realized that there was a drummer and a guitarist and a bass player and and then another, you know, there was another lad who was doing vocals as well at the same time. And he was like, well, let's do two vocals. Mm. It's going to be easier. We'd have to write twice as much, you know, <laughs> only have to write half as many lyrics. Yeah. So, and that's how it started. So, like, within two months, we'd played our first gig uh, at York. And Had she settled was... on the name then? No, no, no. Okay. We've been through a lot of different guises. Okay. Uh, I think at the time we played that as Clubfoot with a K. <laughs> <laughs> because the other vocalist was like a psychobilly. So Clubfoot was a, a psychobilly, I don't know, uh, like a compilation album, I believe, I think. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, and then we changed the name to Vest. And we were Vest for years. Vest, um, V-E-S-T. Yeah, but- yeah. Oh, thank God you changed that fucking name. That's well, terrible. yeah, but then it was at the, the period of like Helmet and, you know, Tool okay. and all those sort of bands. So <laughs> we were like, okay, we can do this. We, But we were like, we were Brilliant. the Deftones before the Deftones. It was ridiculous. You know, they're 
when you listen back to stuff that we'd recorded, we're like, fucking hell, we really were not that bad. Uh, right. And then we became Bulletproof Vest, and then we split up. God knows how many years ago that is. And we started another band, me and the bass player, and... So there was Dan yourself no, still. No, up. no, not even Dan. No, this this lineup has only been together maybe. Oh, what was it? I think it's five or six years now. This lineup. Oh, okay. Yeah, we've yeah we've been through a lot of changes, but yeah, this so this this lineup's been like I said about five or six years, um, and we've yeah we've sort of. Yeah, I just want to get you back to so you ditched bulletproof vest, is it? Bulletproof vest, yeah, we've been, yeah, been that off. Then we came trench, right, uh, and then we imploded because we were like we thought we were more iron monkey than iron monkey and <laughs> iron god, and we were like, well, I, I don't think Andy had man saying this, but he he ended up being an alcoholic. Um, <laughs> The stories that I come out of that, you know, are quite a lot of fucking daft ones. But you know, uh, we ended up playing um, Dick and Dom in the bungalow. Oh, we didn't play it. Sorry, our our drummer and our bass player at the time ended right. up on the TV show on a kids TV show. <laughs> <laughs> what the fucking hell? How the hell? Like the BBC would tend to put the BBC censor in the old one, and the the uh, the security guards were like, well, where are you going? No, no, you're in the wrong building here. And we were like, oh, no, that's, that's for so-and-so. And they were like, nah, no, no, fucking hell, they're assholes at 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it just, um, and we ended up playing a gig in London that same night. And, yeah, oh, well, anyone stories, but, yeah, it I was a that. fucking wreck. We, like, beat the fuck out of each other on stage and shit like that. And uh, trash venues, and it was getting less and less. Yeah, me and the bass player were always like, "Well, if you're going to do that, I can do this." And it was okay. a downward spiral. And yeah, I remember uh, Raging Speed on standing watching us at <laughs> Sheffield Corporation, like, "What the fuck are these idiots doing?" Like trashing it, Jesus. which wasn't clever and big, and you know, but yeah, alcohol again. And uh, I think that's that was sort of like the end of that band. Really, it was it, it couldn't go any further. Mm. We thought we were like say Iron Monkey, Iron God, the Who, you know. Yeah. And it wasn't going to happen. And then we thought uh, uh, musical differences slightly came into <laughs> uh, play. I was uh, I well mate. Um, guitarist and myself were sort of going more hardcore again i think and mm. you know Keisha strain was i found those and i was like oh, all right okay that's what i want to do with that style now and then we became uh, we had a short run called downfall uh but like there's about six thousand bands called downfall yeah. and then we were like right oh the night we were doing one of the first gigs at the uh, Metal to the Masses. We changed, we decided to change our name last minute. And we're like, oh no, we're going to go with Massive now. So, and that that was it. So eight eight years ago, I think we changed our names to Massive, and that's pretty much the journey. Then 
Yeah, that's incredible. And like the lads that you picked up on the way, were they just mates that you knew from other bands that you trusted them? Yeah, well, Charlie O'Drummer, or Mike O'Drummer, real name. Um, yeah. He, I've known him for 30 odd years. We've played, yeah. you know, he's been in bands alongside out, you know, as we've been playing. And then, yeah, we just, lads who picked up along the way. And then the only one we were struggling for was a bassist at the time. Um, yeah. When our original bassist said, no, I'm not, I'm not into this sort of style anymore. So he's, so Matt, our original bassist is in a band called Battalions, which I'm sure. Oh yeah. Were. I actually met the singer of Battalions at uh, yeah, Damnation. Phil. Yeah. Yeah. Great set of blokes. Um, and so you can see that like our style and, and their, you know, his style was not, it was, was going its separate ways. So, and then we advertised and it was like the last person that all, no disrespect to Dan at all. Cause Dan, come along and was like, oh, oh fucking hell. We'd, we don't really know what we'd have done without Dan because yeah. he's, he's a massive part of the band, you know, mm. every which way he can possibly be. Yeah. So, yeah, we've been lucky really that way. Yeah, Jesus, that's mad. Some journey, like, and how would you compare the live circuit now compared to back in the day, Jim? Uh, I suppose you get away with a shitload more back in back in the day. Nowadays, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. a lot I mean, more it's, hygienic. It's, it's so much fucking harder, though. Back in the day, it was so much harder. I mean, to write, literally write letters to venues to see if you can get a gig. Mm. It's, you know, and then having to wait, I don't know, a month to see if there's any replies, no replies, and then ring, either ring them, big cheeky swats, ring them, and eventually either get told to get fucked because you're horrible, and you sound like shit, or yeah, yeah, we'll put you on with some band that you know probably won't favor us anyway. So, yeah, but yeah, yeah. so nowadays, I mean, it, it's it's way easier, obviously. And now we've got Tyler, who's our booking agent and stuff, so he's you know trying his damnedest to get us somewhere with it. Yeah, uh, yeah, so it's it's, it's easier now, but yeah, probably like you said, could get away with a lot more in the olden days. Yeah, definitely, 100%. And your memory is pretty good, I'd say, but like, can you remember maybe just for Mastiff Below and what was your worst gig and maybe your best gig? Best gig was probably either... I don't Yeah, I would say it's probably um, Damnation. Cool. Nice, yeah. nice to see you most on that, Most recent, man. best, most fun couple of days, everything involved. Uh, worst gig, fucking hell. Has there been uh, a few? Just there's been a couple. Not, you know, not just. Oh, tell you, there you go. I have remembered. We did a gig in Birmingham. This lady approached us on Facebook. Oh, we'll book you. Uh, you get two hundred quid, um, free booze. Uh, I think there was food involved. You know, really good rider. Blah 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 gets to the venue the venue didn't even know we were playing oh. <laughs> jesus christ the lady as we were going down there i think one of us looked up and looked her up on the you know on the facebook trying to get some information of as what was happening and blah 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 and he said she's just disappeared off the internet she's just <laughs> anyway by that point we were past the point of no return yeah gets to the venue as i said nobody knew we were playing there's another band there who 
luckily we're a really good set of lads, but there was absolutely nothing had been done, no booking, no nothing. So we ended up playing for the other band. Their, their uh, audience. Think, but then you gave us some a couple of free beers, and yeah. I think they gave us a tenner because they felt sorry for us. <laughs> when was <laughs> that, Jim? Was that, that a few years been, back? Like. That would have been seven, six, seven years ago. Yeah, you'd wonder we've, about we've these all... these people, wouldn't you? Like they they exist. They're out there. Like it's more fucking pain in the ass to set something <laughs> like that and not do it than <laughs> to. I, I don't get it. Yeah. You know, anyway, luckily we've learned a lot of lessons off that. So yeah, <laughs> true, man. And do you manage yourselves now, Jim? And and as you said, you do have a booking agency or what? What? Yeah, yeah. We're pretty much self. Yeah, between us all, we sort of manage it, and um, look, you know, luckily we're all fairly switched on. None of us are useless at everything, so <laughs> one of one of us is normally okay at something. Uh, yeah, so it's it's yeah, we like to keep it in. You know, having a manager, it's another cost in it. Oh yeah, absolutely. But you do have a booking agent, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, Tyler um, from Tusca. Okay. He's he's old boy. So yeah. yeah. When did uh, you take on Tyler? Uh well he took us on. <laughs> okay. Nice. Uh, probably uh be just over a year ago, I think. Yeah, massive yeah. difference. Yeah, it's just yeah, he's got the book, on it. He's got the, mm. the connections and what have you, so yeah, it's good. We were actually talking about it in on the last podcast, Dog Tired. Just the benefits uh, of yeah. having the benefits of having a guy there to do this for you rather than the band because sometimes a lot of these promoters and gigs would prefer to talk to an agent rather than the band themselves would you yeah yeah sympathize yeah, yeah. with that yeah because they know well they know all the deals and they know what numbers are viable because you know the amount of people who go oh well, how much do you want you go well am i asking too much i'm asking too little you mm. don't know what other bands yeah. are charging at least yeah. you know someone's got an idea of other stuff I mean, yeah. uh, you know, Dog Tired, they are an amazing band. I love them a lot. They're just Luke and, well, yeah, they're great. Love did them. You, did you meet Luke? Uh, we no. played with them loads. Oh, Davia? Yeah, uh, it okay. was, Keith was at... Keith was at Damnation. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and the Razor crappy. Sharp, Death Blizzard lads as well. Yeah. Like Jamie yeah. and the well, lads. Our well, last Edinburgh gig was with them, yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. class. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, this, yeah. uh, we love Scotland. Um, yeah, of course. So do. our pal uh, Tommy he used to be in con- uh, Tommy Concrete and the Werewolves. Oh, He's Tommy! In, yeah, yeah. Extra, whatever they are, extra, I can't remember the name now. That's that's ignorant. Sorry. Um, yeah. So Tommy, he he's a whole lad. So he used to play in a band with ah. our drummer. Okay. Uh, so that's you know the connection there, and he he moved up there and. Thing, you know. How I came across Tommy was he played on an on this soundtrack that Bailey Jr. did about oh, yeah. suicide. I tell you, my right, my, yeah, 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 yeah. my yeah, fucking I, knowledge of the Scottish metal scene is just nuts. It really is. It I oh, just yeah, because um, oh, I love it and they're so nice. Like, I saw that Bailey was in. I've just seen. I know this is probably going to go out in a couple of weeks, so it's probably all done and dusted. But. Bailey's in hospital, certainly yes. was yesterday. So Correct, yeah. Hopefully, you know, it gets all sorted and uh, he's a lot better by the time this comes out. So yeah. big up t- to Bailey. I think he's, he's got a hernia. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That's what I well, saw on the update. He's around in his backpack. <laughs> 
Did you get a chance to meet him, Jim? Did he take pictures of you? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's uh, we've met like so we've met him a couple of times when we've been up there. I think uh, not this to the last. He was at this the gig in Edinburgh last. No, is that no, Bannerman's? Uh, yes. Okay. That that venue is just amazing. That's one of the best venues in the country. That wow. It's the the the, the whole thing, the flat, the lot. It's just it's so good that venue. Uh, an Irish robber does the does the. Uh, That's right the, from the exploited, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Rob. Uh, yeah, well, first time I properly met Rob was he was with um, oh god, oh it'll come to me. I can't remember the bloody name of this the stoner band. The he is in a stoner band. Jesus, I, I yeah, I wouldn't what even have a guess. That is gonna do my head in now. But anyway, he was. They were up. At, they were playing in Bannermans. Is it when you met him there, or what? No, no. So no, he was. They, they played a gig in York. They were on tour, and that's going okay. to. Oh, Karma to Burn. He's in Karma. He was in Karma to Burn. Oh, Karma to Burn. That's them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. No, maybe I'd met him before. Then actually thinking about mm. it. Yeah, because Tom was in the Exploited for a bit, and that's how we all became to know oh. each other. But, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I had Rob on the show, probably episode number 50 or something like that. He was back in Kerry. Oh, was, was this during lockdown? It was, yeah. He was resting yeah. up, man. And uh, an absolute gent and just... Oh, there, there, there is not one knobhead in that music scene in Scotland. There, mm. Every band, every fucking person, they're raging fucking alcoholics, but in the best way. <laughs> in the best way. <laughs> I don't think they'd tolerate knobheads, actually. They'd be called out fairly fast, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's fucking mm. class. I love it in Edinburgh. Like, we've never had a shit gig there, ever. Oh. It's just, yeah, they're just fucking class. Yeah, there's a fantastic relationship uh, with the Irish and Scottish bands back and forth. Really yeah. is very positive. It's something that I really want to get over and get to see Bannermans. Ideally, I want to go to a gig in Glasgow, which I have planned. It's going to be Hell Ripper next year. And All right, okay. And I, I'm looking at Red Crust maybe to get over to see that as well. Red Cross Festival. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Fingers We've played crossed. a couple of times in Glasgow, but you know when you've got mates who are in a city and mm. in Edinburgh, and they're just sort of like you always favour what we shouldn't really favour that because we're a fucking touring band. You know what I mean? Yeah. We should go further afield, but it's just that not 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 Glasgow, but like when you get past. Glasgow and you're going up to um, Dundee and stuff like that. And I, I, I it's shit that we're saying this, because, but the fucking drive is horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The first time we ever played, there's a good story. So the first time we ever played Glasgow, we were in Vest and we drove up there and we get to the venue and it was called the Rat Trap. Um, it, it, I think that was on oh, fucking on Taggart, some Dickhead got killed in it somewhere. <laughs> but as we turned Jesus up, Christ. sprayed on the end of the building, was English cunts, fuck off. We were like, oh, great. This is going to go down great, this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a picture of it somewhere. Anyway, oh, we literally class. played the gig, got bollocks for asking for the heating on because it was so fucking cold. 
Uh, we really went down an absolute storm there. Fucking hell. Got back in the van and literally come home. We were like, oh, fucking hell. Like, that was six hours drive both ways. Fuck that. Jesus Christ. Almighty. Yeah, got home. Got home at whatever time in the morning. And my gaffer, I turned up at work and my gaffer went, nah, fuck off. Go back to bed now. <laughs> Luckily, he was a mate. He was just like, you're not working today. Go to fucking bed. Yeah. <laughs> we love these guys. They understand just just by the look of you, they understand. I've one of them as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, he's my he's a good mate of mine, my the the old gaffer, but he was he's a, like an old punker and like fucking yeah, into drugs and shit. Yeah, he was just like, nah, you're not fucking play. I appreciate you trying to come in and work, but nah, fuck off. I, I have a great one there in relation to mileage. Uh, I had a band on shout shout out to Finbar from Broken Neck. They're in Iverness. Right. They played a gig down in Portsmouth. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Get fucked. Yeah. Fucking hell, you look at some of the booking, the tour bookings, you're like, who's booked that? But then they're normally American bands. And so the American bands don't blink an eye at miles, do they? They're like, no, yeah, they don't. That. No. They'd fucking blink miles driving around Scotland. They'd say on the roads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, B roads everywhere. Fuck they, what the fuck? I'm going to a main city. No, no, you're going down a B road here. And it just opens up the last few miles to them motorways, yeah. That's oh, classic, man. So you're working on new material, Jim, at the moment, are you? Yeah, yeah. That's like great said, news. Yeah, the boys are in literally 50 foot that way, uh, okay. demoing in, in the studio now. So I've then got to the horrible process of starting to write lyrics or put lyrics to it. I've got some stuff, but I, I don't. I struggle with the last album because mm. so I'm we, we did an album called Plague and long story short I'd been through a lot of trauma and shit and what have you and I had an absolute abundance of mm. shit to say yeah. and then used it all up I think okay. and, and not because I don't want to repeat I could stick to the same shit and repeat it and repeat and repeat but I've dealt with that and mm. then so the last album Leave Me The Ashes, um, was a little harder for me to write. And then this one is like, fuck, because we're not a political band particularly. We've always said we're not political. Okay. Not that we don't have a view, but, yeah, uh, you know, I don't want to go down that Dave Mustaine road where, well, yeah, I've just said something really stupid and and then I mean to go back on myself. So yeah, that's we, we try to stay not impartial, but, you know, there's, there's certain things that just open itself up easily, but the, uh, I don't. I struggle with doing lyrics or opening myself up to start writing stuff because once I go down that road, it, they're always negative. They're always, and it drags me down into a fucking shit all of a you know mindset and yeah. and you know families and stuff don't understand that particularly. They're like, oh yeah, look, you know my eleven year old daughter, great daddy, what what we're doing now. Hang on, I've just been singing about yeah, I've been <laughs> through the mill, yeah. Trying to put my head in in this mindset and then come out of it. And it's not mm. yeah, it's not the best place to be, so and as a lyrical poet, we'll say, like, do you find it even harder again if you're really happy to to write lyrics? Um, yeah, because yeah, because you're further away from of course, that yeah. negativity. Yeah. Um and I'm not I don't think I'm a miserable fucker all the time. I'm sure my, my wife would maybe disagree with me. 
when they uh, do but, put it across the moniker a miserable band from a miserable city. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, but that that is you know. But then, like as you've seen us at Damnation and Must, you know, if, if mm. other people have seen us before, we are we consider ourselves as a party band. We're not. Yeah. Although, although you know what I'm thinking about is fucking miserable, horrible shit. What's the point in fucking being miserable whilst you're singing it? We're yeah. we're here to enjoy ourselves. Yeah. You know, you see, it's, like it, when we played Incineration Fest last year in London, right? And this is no nothing negative against black metal bands or death metal bands or all the rest of it, but they're the corpse paint thing when you play in small venues and like you're from, I don't know, Cambridge or wherever. I'm just mm. trying to, I'm just yeah, picking yeah. some, but they're, and they're all fucking mega serious about putting corpse bait on and, and playing. And, and the, and we come on, <laughs> we, we come on to living on a prayer by Bon Jovi just for a lot. You know, it's like, here we go. We're, we're away. We take ourselves with a pinch of salt. Yeah. We can't, you know, you, you can't fucking live in a negativity. Just enjoy yourself whilst you play music. That's yeah. all right. But I think the only people that will probably judge you on that is neutrals more so than the fans that are expecting you to come on. Um, I certainly was a neutral going in to see, but I knew Avi and yeah. I was just carried away in it straight away. Because, I mean, you're looking at the singer and he's fucking so into it. You can see the passion. He's involving the crowd. He's bringing the crowd in the band are going fucking mental as well. Like that's all you want as a, as a punter to yeah. see that, you know, it's an interaction between yeah. the fans and yeah. the band. So fuck off, man. If, if you're going to be a miserable cunt the whole time, yeah, yeah. like, you know, exactly. yeah, we just, that's it. You try, I don't know. There's a moment of like, you, you need to be maybe comp, like you said, you're got to be into it to be into it. Mm. Um, you know, with the death metal ideas and all the rest of it, and the the black metal bands, and I couldn't, I couldn't do it. It's too, it's too serious. Because you know, at the end of the day, they're going to take that makeup off and go. They're not going to go dance around in the fucking woods, are they? They're going <laughs> to take the makeup off, go for a couple of beers with the mates, and enjoy themselves. So, yeah. but uh, it's know. their passion. It's, it's their way of getting it out of them as well. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I'm not, I'm not having a go. No, I know, I understand, no. I understand, yeah. but, it's not, um, you know, it's mayhem you. thing. I don't think the mayhem thing is a hundred percent real because, I don't, you know, the cops paint with that. And anyway, I'm, I'm probably opening up a can of worms. I don't want to go down a rabbit hole there, Jim. Definitely. Yeah, 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 but yeah, your yeah. point is that if you're seeing Mastiff for the first time and expecting miserable cunts on the stage, you're in for shock because you're far from. Yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's, unless we've had a fucking horrible time somewhere along the in the journey towards the gig but no it, it wouldn't even be that because yeah. we're getting it out of our exactly by it's a trade-off man I, and i think that's the biggest compliment to you that you actually make people the neutrals anyway from what i saw and me included you made us forget about all the shit in our lives and just absolutely soak up what you were giving us man and you know i appreciate it. this to your credit it's class to somebody who you know for the first time seen as gets it yeah Absolutely. Yeah. So we just talked about lyrics there and inspiration. What can you draw inspiration off there, Jim? You're saying you're struggling at the moment, are you? No, I'm not. No, not not at the moment. I'm okay. I'm good at the moment. But like, you know, when we were doing the other the other uh, plague, I can go down the 
I can open that book up. So Plague was done on, or oh, lyrically, it wasn't done, that's the wrong word. But So I, the history is I lost, uh, I lost yeah. the son when he was five days old. And, you know, so that, that was, it like gave me an encyclopedia to sing about. Um, and then due to that, a few years later, I went, I didn't deal with it very well. Should have gone to counseling, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I didn't thought I was mm. the big man. I'm yeah. of that age. Same as you, you know, you don't, you not bottle it up, but don't talk to people as much as you should. And then, oh, fucking yeah. hell, the bubble burst. And then I, again, I had another pile of shit to deal with that way. And, and one thing led to another. And, and the, so the lyrics on Plague and, you know, there's a few bits on uh, Leave Me the Ashes of the Earth, but they mm. are very personal stuff. And it and that's that's where I take you know, yeah. inspiration from, personal. Because, you know, as I said, we're not a political band and I can't sing about, you know, fucking partying like yeah. Motley Crue yeah, or yeah, what yeah, have yeah. you. Do you know what I mean? It, you know, got to be realistic. Uh, real I life. mean, the UK itself, the, like, uh, the with the whole trauma of, shit. and it is trauma of, of Brexit and what it entailed for bands um, in general. I mean, there's not a lot of fucking happiness going around England in general, in relation to trying to get a fucking European tour and the fucking hassle that that bring with you yeah, as well. Yeah. And, you know, down to merch, bringing it across. And also the likes of me trying to buy merch off you and getting a fucking bill of a duty, a tax, everything on a T-shirt. It's so. fucking mental. I mean, you know, we were led down the, a fucking path by idiots and... Uh, I can't say that I wasn't led down a path, but at the time I was a very different person and I didn't, I voted for Brexit and that's me holding my hands up mm. and saying I was wrong. But I was wrong because I voted against David Cameron. It was just like, I am not doing anything that that Tory prick tells me to do. I'm going exactly the opposite way. And I, you know, like I said, I'll hold my hands up and say sorry. And I wish that we could get another referendum going. And I honestly think that's maybe where they're leading us. Yeah. I, I honestly think that's what's maybe happening. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, hopefully, we'll <laughs> get mean, another go at it. We were on about them already, dog tired, razor sharp. They have no qualms about it, man. They just fucking were brought into Brexit, kicking and screaming. And yeah, they're, they're suffering yeah. big time as well up there. So, I think if there is a chance, they'd join the EU um, in a heartbeat. Mm, yeah, well, like I said, I'm one yeah. of them pricks that fucking voted the wrong way. Was misinformed, stupid fucking drunk mm. idiot at the time and not really listening to what I should have been listening to, facts and figures rather than I don't like yeah. David Cameron, so I'm so, going to vote. Yeah, sometimes way. it can come down to that, even for smart people like yourself, man. Just just got this, this figurehead well, in front well, of you well, there and you're going, that, but, yeah. I'm not voting for this fucker, you know, and everything he represents. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's it. Wrong, yeah, wrong person yeah, to ask yeah, for That's it. fair enough. What about your relationship with labels, Jim? Uh, let's briefly talk about that. You've had a few. Okay. Yeah, well, no, we've, oh, we've really? only had I thought two. You'd... So we were on APF. We're Andy, you know, Mr. Field, Satan, whatever you want to call him, fucking took a risk and 
I, I hopefully you would say it paid off massively for him. Um, we were like the sore thumb on the fucking label oh. at the time, I think. Uh, he came to see us. I think that was supporting Speed On in Bolton, right. little gig maybe. And uh, he was like, fucking hell, this is it. Because again, it's just, you know, yeah. the party band thing. Let's go. We're going to have mm. a good time. People come in. Let's mosh. Let's yeah. fucking enjoy ourselves. More than the music, I think you noticed us that way. So, uh, yeah. And then um, we'd done Plague with him and we were playing a gig with another band. And the guy who was in the other band said, I work for another label. Um, I don't know what your situation is, but you know, if you ever have a, a demo or what have you to send, send me it and I'll have a listen. Anyway, we sent him the demo and um, <laughs> he said, Yeah, I'll send it off. I'll send it off to America and see what oh, they have to say. Okay. And he, he, he's admitted that, you know, he sent it off thinking uh, nothing will happen. And they came back and went, Yeah, yeah we'll fucking sign them. So we we're like, <laughs> what? That was more ridiculous. You know, finding out that the label that Crowbar are on that <laughs> wants to sign you, we were like, What, what? songs did you send on that demo? Was it off the last album? It was the full album. No, the album. What was, was the done. album done? So okay. when, when, yeah, it was done, done and dusted. We'd recorded, um, uh, going back into another story then, or going into another yeah, story, uh, we'd done the music. We'd got approached by the game um, Cyberpunk. Oh, yeah. Jesus, my my own fella plays, plays that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we <laughs> we got approached by Cyberpunk. Do you want to put... Uh, have you got any unreleased tracks? Um, and if you have, would you like to put one out? On, or give us one on this game? We'll pay you a bit of money. Yeah, all right. That's oh, fine. Fucking great. That's interesting. Yeah, so we did that. No, I didn't hear anything for about a year. Got the money, recorded the album um, with that okay. money. Uh, and so a year later, we get, we start getting emails and bits of paper and stuff, sign this, sign that. This game's coming out. Um, obviously, there's a oh, jam, our guitarist, is the only one who's really a proper gamer. Yeah. And he was like, fucking hell, I can't believe we've got this. And we were like, yeah, yeah, what what, what game is it sort of thing? <laughs> not not really yeah, yeah. into games anymore. You yeah, yeah, like myself, yeah. And then it turns out it was one of the biggest games in the world at the time. Game hell. Although it did sort of flick a little bit on the release because of, you know, people getting pushed to push it out too early. Right. So, and then, yeah, so we got the album done, recorded, sent it away. I sent it to, you know, the, our contacts. He he came back and went, yeah, they want to they want to sign you. So, and they were like, so do you need money for a cover and John mixing it? No, no, it's done. It's finished. We got the album. We had the artwork done. Everything. Um. So they were like, this is the easiest fucking release. Yeah. <laughs> We've done it about ten wow. years. So, yeah, that's cool. And yeah. like. It that was how that came what up. was the deal with APF, Jim? Was it just a one album at a time deal or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't, you know. Obviously, he doesn't know how well bands course, are going to yeah. sell, or you know. And obviously, again, it's it's a case of all right, 
it's not a massive amount of money, but it is to somebody who is running a label on their own. There's no, you know, they, they <laughs> Andy has a very limited amount of funds yeah. and it's one album at a time. Yeah. So, uh, you know, as in a release and, and, um, and the vinyl to buy and yeah. blah, 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 blah. Obviously pre, pre fucking COVID vinyl mm. lockdown, uh, restrictions and all the rest of it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but he he did us amazing and put us in the in the right in the shop window line of sight. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Because yeah. yeah. I mean, I have one of their um, releases, APF's releases, Corrupt Marl Alter. I had him on the show. Oh yeah, lovely bunch of lads yeah. there. Shout out to them. Yeah. So before that, then you were just self-releasing. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, we did. We done one mini album mini uh, i don't know ep mini album whatever we did one of those um called rank which is a different thing completely it was more of a like i say it was more of a not stern no not stern a more doomy uh i hate god yeah. sort of style stuff. and you know so yeah we, we have changed yeah. quite yeah dramatic. i mean Again, what about your relationship with the music press? They seem to have really got on board with your last release, which is uh, fantastic. Yeah, well, I guess, I guess you know, it's it's the 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 bigger label, uh, bigger label opens bigger doors. I Correct, guess. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we seem to have a fairly decent relationship with the press. Uh, although Kerrang didn't couldn't find space in their. Um, digital platform to review the album when it came out. Interesting. Look <laughs> <laughs> at that. Look at yeah. that. But, you know, yeah, I'm sure there's reasons for it. And yeah, it's Kerrang! Yeah. isn't the same as, as it was, man. Anyway, that's no, my own opinion. No, but I mean, yeah, it's still, it's still, it's, it's still massive. Of course, in those of course. Yeah. Publications. And, and, uh, yeah. It's, you know, uh, age thing again, Kerrang! was Kerrang! Yeah. on it. It was only ever Kerrang and Hammer. Metal Hammer for yeah. us. And then maybe now and again, what was Raw? that American one? Our IP, was it? Our Raw? Okay. Yeah, oh, that was yeah. it, Raw. Yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so there was a few of them sort of things. But yeah, Kerrang was always the one. And, you know, it still, it still holds a little bit of a thing for me. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Come here, you have a Cork story. Now, you can edit how much of the story you want. Out of it, I won't crucify you too much. But right. from, from my drunken state when I met you, that did stick with me, that Cork story. So is it the, it's the I wedding, can't remember exactly which one. But there's, there is two, oh, there two, but the, the one that I'm thinking is about the river. Yeah. So, yeah, we'd gone to a, a wedding, a pal of ours who, uh, yeah, yeah, come, come to my brother's wedding. As people from Corker, like yourself. <laughs> Just good out for a good yeah. time. Uh, come, come to my brother's wedding. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. You come to my brother's wedding. You can stop at my mum and dad's house and blah 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 blah. So I ended up at this kid's out mum and dad's house. Right, we're going out. Uh, okay. Um, and his dad grabbed us and said, "You can only go on whatever side of the river the it was." Side. Right. What's that? What's that all about? Uh, well. I'm connected, so you cannot go across the other side because if they find out who you are and who you're stopping with, there's a good chance you might not come home in one bit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so the the other bit was, I don't know if I told you this, so the lad who we went with as well, my my pal, the, the, my English pal, who we, there was two of us who went, obviously, uh, 
I'm laid in bed one night because I was steaming from the afternoon session and he's waking me up. Get up, get up. We're going. We're, we're going. You, you got to come with me. I'm like, what the fucking hell's going on? Where, where are we going? Come on, come on. I've just been punched in this club. And as I'm coming around, fucking, what? You've been punished? Right, okay, let's let's go. Not that I can fucking fight at all. As I'm so he's around, come back to the house, said that he was punched. Yeah, no, yeah. He wasn't ringing back it. To grab okay, it. okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pre, pre, this was pre-fucking mobile. Oh, okay. So it's a good um, thing. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so get up, get up. Come on, we're going, we're going. you got to fucking come with me back to this club. And I'm like, as I'm coming around, I fucking realise this is in an England cricket top. <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking mental? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a big shiner. I'm like, get back in bed, you dickhead. <laughs> oh, when he got fucking punched, Jesus you prick. Christ. Jesus Christ. Man, yeah. That's a classic, man. Yeah. That's a classic. Right, I'm going to play yeah. a track off your fantastic album, and you got a lot of brilliant reviews for it, and there's a reason why. This song is Repulse, so we'll give it a listen.
Believe you me, when you see that track played live, man, it is fucking face melting. It is absolutely. It's a shock to the system, Jim. It really is, man. And and there's your lyrics. There's your lyrics as well. Thoughts of bigots control this nation. Yeah, spot on, man. Yeah, well, that was. Yeah, that was. Yeah, the, that's one of the rare political ones, and it, yeah, it's about our illustrious leaders yeah. and you know knobheads. Mm. I mean, the video for that, Jim, like that's up to one hundred and twenty-two thousand views, <laughs> which was. Again, mental. We were like, hey, we're going to put it out. We'll get a, maybe a couple of thousand. And it just went, oh, I know. And daily, if you could see our WhatsApp conversations, <laughs> we're like, what the fuck is going on yeah. here? <laughs> and who is the, the dude? Is it Zoywick? Is this, was he making a cameo appearance or something? No. Uh, Sir Smittens. Right. What's... Sir Smittens, the guy in the video, yeah. is our label dude he's our okay. yeah so we get on with him really really well and he was like he's a party boy again he's he's in a band called caligram okay. so he was like i'll come up i'll come and get pissed i'll yeah we'll, and yeah so he's in that and um oh, what's field is in midnight creeper is okay, it he's the cop yeah he might be the, yeah yeah he's in midnight creeper he's in he's the copper at the end Class. of it so, yeah so we we rounded it all up, you know. Everybody met everybody. Everyone was cool, and so yeah, it was nice that way. Great, great couple of days and doing that. Who was doing the video itself? Any of um, so it's a guy called Stuart. Uh, yeah, so the the guy who filmed it all was a guy called Stuart Baxter, oh, okay. who's in he's in a band called Life, right. which are a fairly big sort of indie band from Hull. But yeah, I mean, he was absolutely brilliant. Um, just knew what we wanted and knew how to get what he wanted as well. And, you know, everything was great. Just great. That's yeah, great, man. And what was it? Another video. Endless as well. 100, 116,000 views, man. Mental. <laughs> yeah, well, that, it's just crack crackers. But I think, I mean, so, yeah, Endless endless and Repulsive, or Repulsive, like massive view, viewing figures. And then for some reason, Midnight Creeper just never sort of, Caught on, even though it's like the end of yeah, Repulse. It's, it's, it's weird, yeah. It? yeah, it's obviously some, I don't know, some fucking and it's in the algorithm. algorithm there, man. And the title, Jim, just leave me the ashes of the earth. Um, did you come up with that yourself, yeah? Or where'd it come from? Uh, no, that is. So we were watching an interview with Oliver Reed. Ah. And he says it in it, and we were like, "Fucking hell, that is absolutely <laughs> blinding." We're nicking that. Class. So yeah, we think it's presumably it's an old English or somewhere along the line someone said it somewhere before him. But yeah, it just it sums up everything that really yeah, it does, man. So listen, man, thanks for taking the time to come on the show, Jim. Much appreciated. Thank you for letting me come on. It's uh, it's it's uh, great to meet new people and talk utter bollocks with people who get what utter bollocks you'll be exactly, talking about exactly man this is what it's about man and you know what fingers crossed I'm going to be making a few uh, shout outs um, on my side to try and get you across to this side maybe even on a tour swap with another band who knows we, we'll try and figure something out plus that's blinded any, any help would be brilliant and uh, we appreciate anything and if you know appreciate everybody out there who's taking the time to listen to this yeah. and to listen to us yeah, so yeah thank you yeah, and give a shout out to all the lads as well that are next door 
Okay, so that's it. Thanks again, Jim, from Mastiff. Crucially, and that's the most important thing about this show, is support your local metal scene.